Hey, buddy. Do you like NASCAR? Do you like a tribe called Quest? Well, you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Do you like manwich and nachos? Well, then you'd love the Urban Conservative. Do you like guns? Do you like butter? Well, you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Yo, what's good, son? You like pit bulls, say? You like solving Sudoku puzzles? Then you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Hey, buddy. If your car making a sound like this, you might want to get you some power steering fluid and check out the Urban Conservative podcast. Are you repulsed by the idea of drag queen story time at your local library? but enjoy Carol Baskin TikTok memes, then you would enjoy the Urban Conservative. Yo. Peace and love. Peace and love, Yo. bro. <laughs> what up? What up? What up, people? All right. What's the word, man? You introing? Who's introing? I'll intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Urban Conservative Podcast right here on the Urban Conservative. Shouts out to everybody that checks us out, has gone over to TUConservative.com and got themselves a membership. You need to go over to TUConservative.com and get yourself a membership. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you click that notification bell so that you know when we go live so that you can stay in the know. Also, big shouts out to everybody. Let us know where you're watching from. We like to uh, shout out our folks and you know, know where everybody's checking out the Urban Conservative from. Uh, uh-huh, big, uh-huh, big uh-huh. up, big up. I got it. We we not shouting out today. We big up in today. Big ups to everybody in Cabarrus County that celebrated Juneteenth. Big shouts out to the Young Republicans. Uh, big ups to Carolina Dancing Diamonds and everybody that participated in the Concord Juneteenth Parade. I just got to let you know, bro. So uh, apparently the Democrats are pissed off that the Republicans participated in the Juneteenth parade, which I find to be interesting because it was the Republicans who are actually liberating people from slavery. Yeah. So, hmm. you know, but they, that's what Democrats do. They're going to be pissed anyway. They're so, going to be pissed you know. anyway. Nothing so we that's can do a about. big, exciting show today. As we've been telling you guys, we got some breaking news, some important news. Breaking. Gonna, yeah. So uh very exciting show. And real quick, like my brother said, make sure to watch, uh, get in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, if there's anything you think we should talk about, any questions, uh, any of that good stuff, get in the comment section. Let us know. And, of course, all our social medias at the Urban Conservative on all podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Alexa, uh, Tara, Jeanette, any of the other platforms. I don't know all their names. You said so Jeanette. I just, oh, my God. Know, all of them. All of them. <laughs> I don't know their names individually, so. All of this, all of this. Yeah, where you listen to podcasts at, that's where we be at. That's yeah. where we be at. So, uh, how do we introduce today's guest? How do we do that? Like, like it's one of those shows. Like, I'm not sure how do we do this. How do we? How, we didn't talk about this I, beforehand. I, 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 I think the best way to do this, right, would be okay. this way here. Every once in a while, you meet people who you feel like you've known your whole life. You know what I'm saying, bro? I, I abs- You know what's crazy about that? That's that's a thing. That That's is a thing. thing. Hey, okay. Get in the comment sections. Let us know if you've ever had that happen where you meet people and it's like, I've known you my whole life. Well, th- these people here are folks that the minute I met them, it felt like just family. It felt like we've known each other our entire lives. It felt like sis and bro, good, beautiful people. We are so happy to have them as part of the urban conservative family. And we're going to talk about that some more. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's welcome to the urban conservative Scott and Zynga, AKA the two America's podcast team. What up folks? Hey, what's going on fellas? Hey, it's going, it's going, it's good. Uh, no, no brand promotions, but I see two green bottles. What you got there? Some old duels, uh, some obscure, <laughs> um, <laughs> beverage that we did not get endorsed by oh, okay so if you have a beverage yeah if you have a beverage and it would like to have that label seen by all the folks that watch the urban conservative it sounds like an opportunity to promote your beverage 
Hey, I set them up for it too. It was perfect. There, that, there we go. That could be your beverage with the two Americans. This could be you. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott Singer, listen, man. I, I we were struggling to come up with an intro, and and the reason being is because I felt like I've known you guys a long time. We've known each other, Zinger, now what two years or so, and something, uh, like, that, yeah. something like that. And it just felt like we've known each other a long time. But for the folks who don't know who Scott and Zinger is, give them the backdrop. Tell them how y'all two met and all that. I'll let you start that story. Well, it was the summer of love when we <laughs> met. Black All right, Lives we gotta Matter. Mute us. We gotta <laughs> Black Lives Matter was riding in the streets of Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, the two of us crazy kids uh, met each other online on Hinge and uh, we hit it off and decided to have little mulatto babies together. To be determined. <laughs> Down the road. <laughs> Not yeah. right now. Hold on. Not Since yet. you said the word mulatto, later. I have to tell you that before y'all came on, we were looking over racial slurs just just to prepare for <laughs> just to prepare for today's interview. And I found out that octoroon is actually a thing. When you said mulatto, yep. it made me think back. Octoroon. Did you know that octoroon was a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard quadroon too a lot. Quadroon. Quadroon. Whoa. Okay, yeah. these are new words for me. Well, you know, like, yeah. like you know, how there's like quarter black Garrett with louder and with Crowder. You would be a quadroon. Okay. Oh, if you were one eighth black, you would be an octoroon. Octoroon. Yep. Yeah. These were <laughs> these were real terms they used a lot actually back in the day. You see it, and if you read old fiction books, because they'll use the terms all the time. That's too specific. Why did I feel like you guys were gonna say when she said y'all met online? I, f I felt like MySpace was involved. Or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm old what enough the? for that. I'm old enough for that to sting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one's offended and one got the cultural reference joke. I love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We 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 um we were basically just both um kind of testing the waters with Hinge. Uh, we'd never used any dating apps like that before, and okay. we had both gotten really specific about what we were looking for. We were looking for Christian conservatives who wanted to raise kids the right way. And, you know, of course, they had to be real cute and all that stuff, too. And just so happens this beautiful lady liked my page and I just followed up from there. And apparently I was kind of boring um, just messaging back and forth with her. I didn't really stand out from Indeed the crowd. Indeed he was. But then, but, then we, but then I asked her how to pronounce her name. And instead of trying to type it out, she actually sent me an audio message. So I replied back with an audio message of my own. And then all of a sudden the interest peaked because I had a sexy, smooth voice. <laughs> This is a true story, by All the right, way. Wait, 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 Scott, Scott. For those who are not watching this, I need you to do me a favor. Deep radio voice, and I need you to say, "You should try a cold Colt forty-five. It goes down smooth." You yeah, try a cold Colt. <clears throat> Sorry, let me restart. <clears throat> right, it's been a long day. All right. All right. Say, say the line again. <laughs> you should try a cold Colt forty-five. It goes down smooth. You should try a cold Colt 45. It goes down smooth. Yes. Yes. All right. Now we got to come up with our own brand of malt liquor just so he can do the commercials, bro. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Con conservative malt liquor. That's what we got to come up yeah. with. Yeah. It's a brave new world, gentlemen. Trump opened all the doors. Yes, he did. What do so you call listen, a conservative uh, malt liquor now that I'm thinking about that? What do you? Oh, we'll, Trump? We'll, we'll circle back. Trad we'll liquor. Circle back. <laughs> Oh my God! She said, "Try it. Like, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, oh, I'm taking uh, a shot and I'm drinking." Okay, <laughs> me too. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Why not? All right. So listen. So 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 that you guys are watching and listening, understand what's happening. Uh, when we were pre-prepping for the interview, we noticed that Scott and Zynga had a beverage, and we were all sans beverage. So now we all have beverages, and uh, that's a good thing. Uh, He's not Billy D. Not stop it. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> Close oh my your God. eyes. Close your eyes. You won't know. <laughs> so, so this idea, and my brother, we were talking about this offline because my brother is in. Uh, what's the proper term are we using? Here? No, you really, hey, Heather. He's bringing up multicultural relationship. A mo what is it? A multi. <laughs> what is it? Rape. A what is the term? Interracial. Interracial. We really doing that? Yes. We're doing yeah, cliche. We're really going to do cliche, multiracial relate. All right, come here, Heather. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. This works. All right, go ahead, Ali. Follow up with your question. All right. So now that, that we have both versions of an interracial relationship, 
We've got both versions. I feel like in the top right corner, we have one version. And in the bottom, we have one version. So it's just 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 because I know what my brother and Heather have had to hear and deal with. Being in the South, is that has that been something that you guys have like weird looks in the supermarket kind of thing? Like, is that does that happen or do you find people just don't care? My experience is that people don't care. Um, there was a little bit of concern that some of the brothers might have an issue with it because I remember dating um, black girls back in Los Angeles and they would take me out to like black nightclubs and stuff like that. And man, the looks I got, it was like, I'm going to keep the car idling. This is, this is not good. And sometimes they would come up to me and confront me. And uh, it wasn't very often, but it, you know, it would happen because it was like, you know, you're in Culver city at an all black nightclub on a Saturday with a pretty black girl. And they're of course going to get a little jealous, but um, other than that, no real problems. And since I've been in the South, most of the time when I'm out with Z, the guys will come by and be like, you make a beautiful couple. I'm like, well, thanks, man. <laughs> and that's, that's the extent of it. So I know what it is. You know, it's because here in the South, we're used to the wax and the whites and the blacks mi mixing. The swirl. Because of slavery. Uh, okay, so we're, we're not in that world anymore where it's, look at the Negro and the white man. Y'all go do something with that. You... I don't, I don't think so. No good. Is that, she an octoroon? She's kind of dark. I don't. People will say stuff online to me mainly. It's because I, you know, they don't see me face to face. I sometimes like to start fights in Instagram, and uh, people will say, "Oh, look at her with with mayonnaise. Go back to your mayonnaise." Mayonnaise. Vanilla ice. Yeah. 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 Mayonnaise. Really, really lazy. Yeah, I, I get yeah. that. Yeah. I get that. I'm often that. called a condiment of one type or another. So mayonnaise, coleslaw. What else? I've been called Cool Whip. Cool Whip? Is cool it Whip? Yeah. Cool Whip. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I've been called Cool Whip. Um, miracle what are the, what Whip? Are the ones wait, miracle wait, wait. Whip? Nah, Miracle Whip's whip? too long. I don't think anyone used that one. That, I can't think of any more. Yeah, that's what, those, all, those are the only ones I've heard. No, one time someone said, "Are you? oh, how's Brad? Right. <laughs> no, that's pretty funny. That's pretty yeah. funny. Brad is pretty funny. I was like, it's actually Scott, which is an equally white name. So. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I think it was still kind of, it was an attempt at it probably. Some, I, will, I will say yeah. this, whatever, whatever flack we have gotten has been exclusively from black folks. Really? I've mm -hmm. never, we've never had a negative comment online or otherwise that came from someone other than a black. That's so, actually a hold good on. point. While we got Heather here, hasn't it been the mm -hmm. same way with us? All of the hate comes from black women. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry to say it, but the mm -hmm. people that are most upset with me, <laughs> like we went to a comedy show and I like laughed louder than anyone anyone else and they were like the girl was like oh of course the white girl with the with the good looking black man is gonna laugh and I was like oh yeah because wow, it's a comedy I'm show last right now <laughs> I, I do have to give Heather props that is a pretty good black girl neck roll you got there Heather <laughs> that is a fantastic neck roll. She did that. <laughs> I've been called albino before, so you know. <laughs> so, so no, no, go ahead. What were we gonna say, Scott? Oh, Casper. I've been called Casper. I just wanted to throw that in there. Casper. <laughs> oh my god. Definitely that actually, actually was the, the one I was called the most in California. Casper. Oh so it might be an older reference. That's yeah, but oh, oh my god, funny. Though. Like you, Casper's not even original. Like no. you could have came up with something better. Like I just feel like you just lazy with your with your joke cracking and with Casper. That's just lazy. That's lazy hatred right there. Come on. Yeah, you got I gotta be honest. I kinda I kinda wish I got more hatred because sooner or later someone's gonna get real creative and crack me up with a good one. Yeah, no, and then, then that's the best part. That's the best part. Heather knows how to do the chicken head. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. That's super great. So, so I, I am relieved. You don't understand how relieved I am to hear that. That's not really prevalent. It's a little disturbing, um, and and I think that uh, unfortunately a lot of that is ignorance. Um, but yeah. but on your side, Zynga, because I've heard the, the white girls are taking all the the good black men and all the NFL players marry the white girls. What what on the other side is there a is there a flip to that that you've heard like you know you're taking all our white men like <laughs> I heard all that of them. all of them <laughs> you're, you're taking all the white men no I think I mainly just get asked why I'm not dating a black man and I just go I don't know where they at though. 
Scott's not <laughs> black. That's why he just doesn't happen to be black. So yeah, my response it. to that question is why you why you ain't dating this is the same reason you're not dating a jaguar. <laughs> like that's that's why I'm not dating a black guy. The same reason you're not dating a Bengal tiger. Like it's the same reason. <laughs> just, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Right around the fifteen minute mark, we're kicking it on the urban conservative. <laughs> Hold Scott on, no, somebody's Zander. gonna somebody's gonna say he said black men are dangerous as Bengal tigers. That's coming. <laughs> you know that, that would coming. be a great mediaite sound right though. I, I would I would embrace it. The urban conservative <laughs> said black men are Bengal tigers. <laughs> right, it's it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So, ladies Honestly, and gentlemen, white men always like me more. Always wow. have. Mm-hmm. She is like catnip. She's like she's like catnip. Yeah, the black men are kind of like, I don't have enough Lizzo going on in the hips. All right, I gotta throw this out here before you try to go into the the commercial. We're at the fifteen minute mark. I've tried twice. Don't even worry about it. So, have either one of you guys heard this one? (laughs) Are you going with the racial the 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 names? No, no. Oh, all right. Because when we talk about when we talk about white guys dating black girls, right? There's this this underlying idea that black women are a trophy to the white guy so it, it's reflected in sports like golf you're trying to sink the white ball into the black hole have, <laughs> have you heard this one before have you heard that before <laughs> i actually yeah i actually have heard that i've i've even been asked by people in the past not recently since i dated zynga but in the past in interracial relationships some of my white friends would ask me questions like that. Like, is this just kind of like your thing? You're the guy who tries to like date all the ethnic girls to be cool or whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't really have a type. So for me, it's always just been about like personality plus looks, you know? And, and so with Zynga, it just happened to have like all of the key components plus gorgeous. So I was like, mine. <laughs> Got it. I was definitely trying to find my, me a white man personally. Mm, she was shopping. Right. Trying to get on that privilege. Need some of that privilege. Need, need that credit. P- mm-hmm. Need that PGA right there. That's that PGA yeah. life. Yeah, yeah but do the head in life. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. At the seventeen minute mark, you're chilling with the urban conservative. You are either watching on Facebook or you are watching over on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button, click that notification bell, so you know when we go live. And when you get a chance, head on over to tuconservative.com. Get yourself a membership because there will be some awesome gear for you to get, like that Urban Conservative t-shirt you see there. You get access to the news feed and you get access to the blog. Speaking of the blog, Scott is one of our contributors. If you have not had an opportunity to read, you can't read it because you didn't spend your 10 bucks. Go on over to Urban Conservative, tuconservative.com. Get yourself a membership so you can check out that blog. Not only will you have access to uh, to some behind-the-scenes content, you will also get complete access to all of our shows, including the show that we are launching today, and we are talking Drum to roll. the host of the Two Americas podcast, which so, will be right here on the Urban Conservative. Yeah, we've, now, been, we've been talking that up, um, you know, and, and guys, it's exciting to, to, to have you two beautiful people as part of the Urban Conservative team. And Scott, thank you so much for contributing to the blog. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're really excited to, to grow the Urban Conservative with you guys and to be a part of the Two America family and you guys be a part of the TUC family. So we welcome you guys with open arms. We look forward to it. We're going to have you guys on Wednesdays. We said Wednesdays, 8 o'clock, right? Wednesdays is the thing. Yep, Wednesday. Wednesday. 9 o'clock, I believe. No, Wednesdays, okay. 9, 9 p.m. right here on the Urban Conservative. So let's let's tell the folks a little bit about this podcast and why you guys decided to do that. And I love the theme to America. So tell the people a little bit about the podcast, how y'all came up with that idea and all that fun stuff. Well, we'd been dating for a while and we found that we had a lot of the shared anger and frustration about what was going on in the world politically and culturally. And I mean, it was like, we agreed on everything. And we were just so frustrated that there was nothing it seemed like that we could do. You know, she was involved in the GOP as a job, but she didn't feel like she really was getting that activist bug um, satisfied. And personally, all I did was um, work. And so we really wanted to find some form of outreach, some form of activism where we could get our voices heard and express our frustrations. And we came up with the idea of two Americas because we really were discussing how it felt like America was splitting at the seams and how there were definitely two 
ideological frameworks kind of trying to exist at the same time and they're just <clears throat> mutually incompatible and um, we also liked the idea because it has multiple meanings you know two americas in terms of left versus right republican versus democrat christian versus atheist black versus white and since we saw a lot of hatred for white folks occurring um, even in our hometown here and we weren't not that far away from where all the riots were taking place i got almost hit by a car from a rioter uh you know so and i also worked in the jail during the riots, so i got to see a lot of this stuff firsthand we just really wanted to have a platform whether we ever got famous whether we ever got commercial success or made any money was irrelevant we just couldn't keep it in and so we just slammed a bunch of equipment together in my living room and just started talking and um that's how we met you guys that's that's how we um have been invited now on other podcasts we shot something with prager Force last night and it just seems like people think that we have something worthwhile to say so maybe that was god telling us to do it um maybe it's just that z is super hot and my voice is silky smooth i don't know but um we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about this stuff until people start paying attention and that's why we're here all right i just caught a t-shirt idea that you guys gotta do your shirt has to say she's hot and your shirt has to say his voice is silky smooth like that would be a dope you're on mute right but i think that would be an awesome t-shirt idea i was gonna say like they it. should they should start a rap group called hot and smooth well we find that we found out i can't rap so oh you, no, you oh, can what? rap you can rap uh, I don't know. Listen, I don't know if you understand this or not, but um, it's genetically in you to be able to rap. You didn't know all black people could rap. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Now you know. All of us can rap. Yeah. You oh, can rap. nice. It's just been it's been buried in you. You got to get near an infinity stone, the soul stone, and then okay. it just come out of you. Yeah. The rap just come out. You got bars. You just don't know. Right? Okay. I got to dig it out then. Yeah. No. It's a mixture. Of, it's a mixture of Hennessy, a cool. <laughs> you got to have Hennessy and a cool. <laughs> And you okay. have to be listening Newport. to a. You it's have to be a Newport 100. It's either it's a cool, it's, a, <laughs> it's a cool or a Newport 100. Either one will do. Right. It can't be a okay. bro. It can't be a wear. You, you have to wear a pair of Timberlands. Right? Okay. You have to get a pair. Of Carl, you have to get a pair of Carl Kanai jeans. I don't. I don't a three, have that. A three-quarter length, two sizes too large jean jacket. Yes. And 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 I and you beat me to it. I was going to say a wife beater. I got a wife beater. I can do that. You can make all this happen. So one, yeah. once you put all of that on, the the the, the genetic wrapping ability, it'll, it'll come manifest. To come to this. Oh my God, we're so wrong for this. Yes, <laughs> she said, "Girl, anybody can rap." Shouts out to Erica on the check-in. <laughs> well, thanks for the encouragement, Erica. With auto tune and everything else, all you got to do is go. <laughs> I can do that. I can mumble rap all day. Oh no, that's you it. would excel at that. Yeah, that's I can it, do that's that. It. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So let me let me ask this, um, Scott, your 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 former line of work, right? You just recently, uh, what is it? Is that a retirement? Is that is that? That's uh, not a proper retirement because you you know you can't work somewhere three years and get a proper pension. Uh, the reason the reason I left the sheriff's department working as a detention officer was because of politics, severe staffing shortages, and everything that's going on right now. I just couldn't I just couldn't do it anymore. Well, I was going to ask you does does uh, can we look forward to uh, you bringing some of that experience uh, and being in quote unquote law enforcement, working in that in in, in uh, corrections? Can we expect some topics about that and, you know, some things about that on the show? Because I find it interesting listening to people that work in correctional facilities and deal with inmates, some of the things they see and learn and the experiences. So can people expect some of that on the show? Absolutely. I'm actually cooking up a couple of article ideas. I've just been trying to square up my sources and make sure that it's all cohesive. But I really wanted to talk about it because it's fresh on my mind. I, I literally stopped working just a couple of weeks ago. Yo, so I, I am a big, 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 like, prison genre. Like, I, I watch a lot of that content on YouTube. Just it's, it's, keeps me on my toes. Like, you know, keeps me knowing, you know, what people are going through. Helps me not make bad decisions, if you will. But just real quick, what is one of the craziest things you've seen in, in working in oh, detention? Man. Uh, oh, man, the stories. Well, oh, um, God. <laughs> You almost you almost have to give me like a subtopic to narrow yeah. it down. Okay. Like, okay. Oh, I, I have one. I have violence? one. Is it illness? I got one too. Okay. Go Dookie. ahead. Oh, okay. okay. Go she ahead. went. She went straight for the fecal matter. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, um, I was working in Drink. one of the what we call um, 
basically a mental health pod, um, pod dorm. The terms are synonymous. There's 56 inmates on two floors, and then there's usually one or two officers taking care of them. Now, in this particular dorm, there had to be two. You had to check up on them four times an hour just to make sure that they were not swallowing their own clothes or doing something else obscene. And uh, I was making my rounds around two to three in the morning, and this guy had been howling the entire shift. And we just learned to tune him out because, you know, this guy. You mean like, oh, that. how? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, ah, like the, the blood curdling shriek. Huh. And he would just take these like two second breaks to catch his breath. And then he would go again. I mean, I don't know where he got the stamina. But anyway, so, you know, Florida man is shrieking all night long. I go by his room and I can't see in his window. And I think that he has taped up, you know, some kind of paper or like a magazine or something like that to block us out, which is which happens very frequently. So I knock on the window and I say, hey, man, you know, you got to take it down. He's like, I ain't taking my sh down. And it occurred to me in that moment that he was being literal. <laughs> and I looked at it again with my flashlight. And wait, 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 well, wait, 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 wait. Because my first <laughs> thought was I ain't taking my shit down was like he put a piece of paper. Some, so that, that that was my thought, too, because you and I are not animals. But um this gentleman had in fact smeared so much of his own poop that it looked like brown construction paper to me. Um, but then when I put the light on it, I realized, oh yeah, this is in fact fecal matter. And um, this guy's, you know, crazy. So, and that's a tame story. That's, that's, that's a tame that's, story. That's one of the more tame ones, but you know, she wanted poop story. There you go. All right. So listen, shout out <laughs> to all the corrections officers, shout out to all the detention facility workers, Shout out to y'all for for because I, I can't even, you know, like I just I I don't even. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, so uh, Z Z has yep. that has that taken a toll on you in any way? Having to to you know Scott come home and you know have you has you been worried? I mean I could imagine you have right like you like kind of uh -huh. sort of because Scott is a very nice guy but he flips a switch and Scott knows. Scott's been trained to kill people, literally, and not by the government, um, by people who actually know how to kill people. And he's trained other people how to kill people and how to protect themselves, not just kill them. And so I wasn't necessarily worried, but you know, you don't want some, you don't want your man uh. to get into an altercation or anyone else um, to get into an altercation like that, especially with someone crazy that plays with their own dookie. So <laughs> I, I, the only thing I would do is we would email each other back and forth during his shifts, and because I was on chemo. I would stay up all night as long as I could and um, email back and forth because I couldn't sleep anyway. And uh, he would just tell me the stories and I would just be like, oh, my God, you got to get out of there. So it, I think uh, it messed with uh. him psychologically. And I would be there to cheer him up and tell him something funny or tell him about my, how my body's changing from the chemo and stuff like that. Yeah, one of the one of, yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead, yeah, one of the sorry, I just I just wanted to share a little anecdote. One of the things that made the job so incredibly stressful wasn't necessarily the environment itself. I knew what I was signing up for. Mm. Um, I went into that jail fully expecting to have to fight almost every day, having to you know spray people with pepper spray to get sprayed inadvertently to get feces thrown at me. I expected all of those things. Mm. The stuff that really stressed me out was the blatant liberal politics, the um, the complete erosion of the hierarchy i mean people were getting promoted past you know they weren't even being interviewed or tested people were getting demoted for their beliefs in politics and whoever they sided with during wow. the last election people people were people were leaving in droves leaving a short staff to the point to where any emergency could have gotten us all killed um it you was know. dangerous in there and and then and then on top of that i even had one of my black lieutenants who you know he, he tried to do right by me for the most part but he straight up told me he said look he's like every single dorm you go into on average is going to have about 73 to 75 percent black fellows in there that's just how it is in jails he says you look like a white insurance salesman they're going to treat you any kind of way and you're just going to have to get used to it he's like most of them are racist most of them are ignorant you're just going to have to learn to cope with that and I said, all right, but it's one of those things where you can deal with like tacit racism. You can deal with Casper jokes. You can deal with people making funny on the internet. But when every single day you walk into work, it's, hey, crack ass, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill your girlfriend. I'm going to find your kids and da, 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 because you a white piece. Of, and it's just like, after a while, it wears you down. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, that's insane. 
That's why and I'm not a corrections officer. I, I, I don't have that. I don't have I'm that. I'm not built that way. Because I don't gonna, have that chill. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I'm just going to crack your skull. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just, yeah. I, and, and, and the most that's going to happen to me is I'm going to get fired and you're going to have a cracked skull. And you're probably never going to talk to anybody like that again. Now, if I pop somebody in the head and they so much as bleed, I'm going to end up the next Derek Shelvin. So you got to think oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot you're a white oh, guy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you're definitely. That white privilege pops in. That is definitely a thing. Zynga touched on something that we definitely wanted to bring up. Um, I had the pleasure of riding up to Raleigh for your surprise no more chemo party. Yay, that was fun. Yay. Yay. So what what talk to the fam about that experience? Because I I for those that don't know, I don't even know what type of uh, diagnosis you had. All I know is you were sick. And everybody was like, pray for Zynga. And I'm like, yes, we praying for Zynga. So talk to the folks about what that was like. <laughs> I don't know what we're praying about. We're praying hard. Lord have mercy. Uh, I, I got diagnosed the day before my 31st birthday last December with uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, and yeah. And then I had I started going through chemo in January. And the last chemo treatment I have was, had was a, a month ago today. Nice. So, yeah, I went through chemo for six months. I still consider myself lucky when I would go th- to the treatment. Some of the people in there were battling much worse sicknesses, but it still sucked a lot. I lost weight, um, lost a lot of muscle. Um, my memory kind of sucks a little bit. Just got chemo brain. Chemo brain. Um, wasn't able to work at all. My, I thought I would be able to work out and have somewhat of a normal right. life. It was all jacked up. Water still tastes weird. Is that because of the chemo? Foods. Mm-hmm. It, the last treatment, I didn't eat for three days, three, four wow. days, because everything just was disgusting. She still hasn't fully recovered her sense of smell. Yeah, I, I can't smell anything. Huh. Which is sometimes nice. And then sometimes I get a whiff of something like, huh, what the heck? Oh, no. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yes, yeah, so she was a trooper, man. Yeah. And, and then the hardest part, too, I think for her was besides, you know, the fear of possible death, you know, and the fact that your body's trying to eat you is is the lack of freedom and the inability to work. I mean, she and I were always cooking up ideas, always trying to network, always trying to make the show a thing. And because we simply couldn't do it because she was either so wiped out or just so demoralized and tired from the treatments that you know she would get real emotional and you know i would be frustrated too because i don't I, you know i'm like ready and raring to go all the time and i kind of rely on her because she has a lot more technical expertise than i do whereas i'm a little better with like pre-production and writing and that sort of thing and so we just put our heads together and we tried to do the best we could and prayed a lot and i tried to give her as much support as i could and then finally when she got that diagnosis of being you know in remission she and i were both like Let's get back to work. Yo, you don't know how hard it was for me because somebody that relies on Zynga, it's like, okay, when do I tell her I need her to go back to work? Like, at what point do I? <laughs> he would be like, how you how you feeling? You know what that meant? <laughs> like, like, I'm not done yet to do it. Give me some Like, time. yo, what, what you, you, you all right? You okay? Because I need you back in that uh, office. Now, we got mm-hmm. stuff to do. I would have much rather been in the office. So we, we didn't do the show, the Two Americas podcast for six months. Mm. But luckily it grew. We did this one idea last summer. Scott was like, let's do a video where we talk about inter- um, like awkward questions interracial couples ask each other. And I was like, okay. And I was just like, all right. She just- thought it'd be a throwaway and that like, nobody would watch the- it. I didn't think it was a good idea. We had one mic. The mic was trash. And I'm really big on production value. And he was just like, just put it out there. It'll be fine. Don't you worry. Well, he would start texting me like, oh, that video has a thousand views. It's got 2000. And now it's at 9,000 views or something like that, which for us having a small channel is a lot, especially since we didn't do anything for six months. And because of that, our other more political videos have been watched more. And one month we got 70 subscribers or something like that. Yeah. Like something like 41,000 hours of viewing time without doing anything. And I was like, from that one weird video, we were just like, what race is your favorite to date? <laughs> that is a weird ass. You know question. what? That 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 reminds me. You know, it, it's That's it's kind of one of those weird things where like the videos with with the cat doing something, just like the cat falling mm-hmm. over, has sixty five million billion views exactly but the video that's about the crisis at the border with the significant videos 12 views in, in 19 mm-hmm. years it's like what are we doing here yeah sometimes yeah. Don't get videos. yeah we talked about I mean, we literally had a camera like i think i had my camera stuff on me by chance and he was like let's just turn it on and ask each other questions 
I was like, and we knew each other, but still not super well. So I wasn't like, that's a dumb idea, Scott. I was just like, okay, cool. He's cute. All right. Okay. And we just looked at each other like this the entire time. We didn't look at the camera once. And people were like, oh my gosh, they are so in love. And one, right. I did say colored a couple of times in the video and people didn't like that. They were like, how dare she say colored? I'm it was, colored. Of course, it was white women complaining. I'm a colored woman. Yeah. I feel like I should be allowed to say that, but whatever. I thought, okay. I think, it, I, I tend to think all people are colored. I haven't met people that are just one color. Yeah, look at this. All right. He's pinky. My thing yes. is like, my thing is, where are these transparent people? Like that's that's what I want to know because there's some people that are like no like you you know I'm 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 white no sir you are I'm not white. white you can't be and I can't be no, black. I've seen some white people I they are some. you can see their veins yeah but those the blue cheese wheels but yeah. that's like translucent that's not white okay fair enough like <laughs> he said that's opaque like I walk around with a oh. <laughs> I walk around with a sheet of paper, like a regular sheet of paper, like, see, this is white, sir. You are mauve. <laughs> mauve. No one's ever used mauve in a sentence. Check that one off the bucket list. I had a, mauve in a sentence. I, I had a couple of friends that went out drinking with one time, and one of them was Indian, and one of them was black. And, you know, the black guy was real, real light skinned. And so, you know, he was he was bragging to the Indian guys like, I'm darker than you, man. I got more street cred. Da, 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 da. He's like, sir, you are taupe. Yeah, man. So look, guys, Red. I'm excited to have you guys as part of the Urban Conservative. Every Wednesday night, you guys need to stay here. Check out the Two Americas podcast right here on yep. the Urban Conservative. Scott and Zinger are great folks. G glad to have you guys on the team. I got a question real quick on the tail end of this that that so I know you guys are both Christians. I know you guys are both conservatives. But what is the the biggest misconception that you guys have had to deal with about being conservatives? Like what what's the thing? Because you can't just look at somebody and go, oh, that's a Republican or that's a conservative. So, you know, when people find out you're a conservative, like what's the, is it jarring to them? Because we all cool. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's like, oh, you're a conservative Republican. They don't think that. So what's been the biggest misconception about being a conservative that you guys have had to deal with? I think we could both answer this in our own way. I'll just say a lot of people think I'm a liberal one because I'm dating a black girl. They also think I'm a liberal, I think, because I don't fit a lot of like the classic sort of fuddy duddy descriptors that you give to traditional churchgoers. <laughs> you know, like I don't I don't I don't wear like the the top button on my collar and you know like have that you know that particular conservative look that you see a lot of in the south i don't own a pair of penny loafers um i kind of i'm kind of aggressive and i like beer and scotch and i smoke cigars and i open carry knives and guns um i think people just think i'm a little too edgy to fit the profile so a lot of people are always sort of surprised and not in like a bad way, but they're always like, Oh, you know, I just, I guess I just kind of took you to be more like a liberal guy when they find out about my religious beliefs. Um, I don't know. What about you? Um, people automatically think I'm uh, Candace Owensy. We're like, Oh, you have money and you must date a lot of rich white guys. And then they, when I tell them my story of how I grew up, they, they're a little bit surprised. So I think they, they expect me to be, um, I guess a little bit more middle class or or higher, and I'm not. <laughs> nice, yo! I just saw something about Candace Owens and Kim Clasic beefing. Is that still a thing? Are they still beefing, or has that been fixed? My, my aunt called me today. She's like, "Girl, Candace Owens got her." And I was like, "What? What the devil is going on?" She said, "Apparently, Kim. I haven't read the story. I don't know. This is what my aunt told me that she got Kim Clasic has been caught, maybe." stealing money when she was running for office or something like that. Now, now last year, my aunt and I went to a Freedom Works event. It was for women. And we met the lady that was primarying Kim Klasik, um at the time. And I didn't know who Kim was. Um, and uh, this lady was telling us that the Republican Party out there was like, girl, her, her name was Liz. You need, to, you need to drop out, whatever. And she was like, no, I'm the real conservative. This woman is not a conservative. Oh. Her husband owns strip clubs. 
And when she told me that, we were like, what? No. Like, wow, that's not that's not really conservative. And so I think Candace has outed her on that, that she's not as conservative as she's acting, that she may have laundered money or whatever, whatever the word is, or she stole some money. And uh, that I think Kim may have been a stripper. Now, one time, you, Scott and I were talking about all these black women that were getting like conservative famous. Oh. And we were talking about Kim Clayson. And we both were like, she she kind of has a, like a stripper feel to I'm not trying to be <laughs> yeah, mean. Yeah, she definitely I'm does. I'm not trying to be mean, but her, something about her, and I'm I, I'm saying this in my personal capacity, this is my personal mm-hmm. opinion, there's certain characteristics from my, my time in the music industry that I pick up on. There's certain right. mannerisms from being around multi-platinum artists and being around the industry that I can tell when somebody's trying too hard. Like you're, you're, that's not you. That's not, I mm-hmm. can, that classic was a former stripper named September. Hold on a second. So, <laughs> so she did a couple of videos and I promise you, Ali, yo, I promise you, I looked and I was like, the real, this, this politic thing ain't her. This is, this is the conservative mm-hmm. is the new record deal. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you know, and and I think that that's I think that's the reason it's getting so much traction. And it's not just because of Candace Owens. I think it's because Kim actually won a lot of people over because she was saying all the right things. She was running in the right place. She was kind of like you know like a turnaround for that part of Baltimore. And I remember I've even recommended her to people because I I want to see that part of America actually have some real contenders for some of these local political positions because you know. We, we give up on blue cities as Republicans. We don't even put any effort into them. And so these they become blue bastions. But I think that that's something that we need to really stop and think about and reverse that policy if we want to have any chance in this country. So I liked her initially. But then the more I looked into it and the more I've kind of pulled from my personal experience, I used to work uh, security at strip clubs. And I'll tell you what, man, I was just like, that girl was a stripper. Mm. I knew it, bro. I she said, had to be. I said either she was a stripper or she was in music videos. She's the music video girl. A video vixen. Yeah, he's yeah, a video yeah. vixen. Shout, shout out. Wait, 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 wait. No shout out. Did you say her stripper name was September as in the month? No, 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 no. Listen, shout out to... Do you remember? Oh, my God. Sorry. Shout out wait, to wait, David wait. Uh, you in September. Y'all don't even know me. about that. Y'all don't even know about that. Yo, listen, shout out to David Hensley. He said he hit us up and said, uh, Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. Do y'all want to go see Lil Baby and Lil Dirk? I said no. <laughs> no, no. He said, wait, 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 wait. No. Does he have tickets for that? Yeah. He said, damn, that was quick. <laughs> he said, damn, that was quick. I was like, no. No hesitation. Nah, I'm out. Not interested. No, no you're supposed to those take tickets the, is funny. You're supposed to take the tickets. You know, you're why? supposed to take those tickets just to see him at the concert, right? You're supposed to make David go with you to the concert, oh. yeah, <laughs> and record that. And then number two, I'm texting him now only if you're number going. number two, <laughs> yes. Yo, number two, you gotta do you gotta do man <laughs> on the you gotta do man on the street style interviews at a concert like that. Name oh, name yeah. name ten states. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yo. What what country? Look, is I'll be Africa the cameraman. In? Tell him to get another Look, ticket. What country is Africa? What country in? is Africa? Oh man, that's the place hey, to man, do that. That's it. That's a gold mine of content. Assuming you can even understand half of the answers, a dual will. Yeah, he will. I won't. I won't. I get I, it. I, I refuse to understand it. It's like when I was working <laughs> in the jail. These guys spoke like this sort of weird patois urban accent thing hey, about it her? wasn't deep south no, it wasn't it wasn't ex- hey, Kurt, it wasn't exclusively her? black it was like a combination of mumbling and slang that hey. made them completely incoherent hey, I, I can't even i can't nah, even imitate hey, you ain't talking about over there the thing they would cut they, you know what i'm talking about yeah that's crazy you know what's funny is i would say words um like me and scott would be hanging out and then he would go to the jail and he'd be like oh yeah this inmate said the same word you said I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, she's my lexicon. She's helping me get in with the guys. Look, shout out to Erica. Sad part is, even with all that, she's still better than any Democrat running. 
I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, well here's my thing. Yeah. Here's my thing, Erica. Right? If like, she's lying, I if, don't know. if if she was a stripper, but then she becomes a politician yeah, and care. she does really well and she has the right principles and she moves forward with my agenda, I'm not entirely sure that I care. I don't either. My issue is is she lying about the, the money. stuff that Candace is accusing her of, mm -hmm. and now that they're digging into her, everybody's getting a little curious. Now, if there's foul play there involved, then just on principle, you got to excise her from the movement, but. Yeah, I don't care that she's a stripper. No, but what now? So wait, 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 wait. She was a stripper is funny. Yeah, but that is it's only funny, right? It's just funny. But right. my thing is, like, with yeah. these people running, you haven't been on a committee anywhere. You haven't served on a on a volunteer committee. None of the Republican committees. Right. You haven't. You like my thing is, what do you bring to the table other than being a black? I'm a black conservative Republican, and then we Who get, made a really catchy video. Yeah, and it's like. I, so me personally, I'm only speaking for me. You can only pull a red dress off in the video. I don't want to actually see you in the dress from the video in all the other videos. I don't think that's coherent because <laughs> now know, I'm wondering, I, is it like I'm, a I'm closet full, full of red you. dresses? I'm bull stopping you. Dry cleaned every day. What's no, going I'm on? I'm bull stopping you right there <laughs> because I had an opportunity to go to the Opportunity Now Summit in Atlanta with President Trump. And I swear to you, that lady had that red dress on from the video. And I was like, is that the red dress from the this walking the down the street man. video? Or is it like a is it like a men in black thing where your closet's all black suits? Well, she did wear a lot of red dresses. And then even if it wasn't a dress, it was a red tank top or a top or shoes or something. It was something always red on her. I yeah, get it. So I get what's it. The, what's the high heels walking through the ghetto thing? That bothered me. I'm sorry. that It just it didn't rub me the right way. I'm going to walk through abject poverty and stilettos. Like, I think what? it was like, here's some power to the people. Really? Showing you stuff you can't buy. I'm, Look at your shoes you can't I'm buy. Reaching. I'm trying. I'm trying to help her out. Tap out, tap out. <laughs> I don't no. know. I don't, uh -oh. I don't, I don't know. I think she just has a lot of practice walking in those Sheila, and doing other things. Sheila said that she has connections to the Democrat Party, according to Candace. That's what I heard, too. She's been giving money to them. I don't know. I mean, it's entirely plausible. There's so many grifters and manipulators now that you have to watch everybody, including the people in your own group. It's maddening. Yeah, well, it, it is like what the Soviet, it is. It's like the Cold War right now. It's absolutely in, in American nuts. politics. <laughs> absolutely nuts. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen, we are so, so happy. We're elated. We're excited. Um, remember, head over to TUConservative.com where you can get some behind-the-scenes footage. Um, Two American podcasts is going to be giving screen, us some... Bro. They're going to be giving us some behind the scenes footage, uh, you know, some some uh, consumer only. Nah, see, you plank it. We can't do this right now. Like, yo, this ain't even cool right now. It's not even cool. See, and, and, and for those of you guys that's only on the streaming apps, if you guys were watching this, you see the walk, look at the camera. I don't like any of these ads, bro. I'm not a fan of any of these ads. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this in like over a year. And man, she is confident in those heels. She was definitely well, a stripper. she swung on a pole with them. I'm so. sorry, but you right there, confident. right there, there's somebody with a camera. Just walk by me. Just walk by me and keep walking and keep walking. <laughs> Yo, you know I was going there next. If you're the production guy, just uh, you're going to walk, walk, keep going, keep going, keep going. I want to get the behind the scenes footage where like he she keeps walking, she keeps walking, and then she kind of gets to the corner where the crackhead's at and she starts walking back real fast. Or, or, or where the guy has the gimbal and he's like, he's doing heel toe, heel toe, heel toe. Here's what my question is though. Did they have to get a permit for this? Because she's walking in the street. Like there was no fear I'm, of traffic at all. I mean, I'm pretty sure she could just go take the tires off someone's car in that neighborhood. No one would care. Crumbling infrastructure, but fully grown bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Where are all the people? <coughs> that is that is a nice piece of uh, graffiti with the word love. I wonder, was that put in there? No shit zone? Is that what that says? <laughs> oh, it says no. That's what it said. No shit zone. It says no shoot zone. I'm sorry, guys. I thought that said no shit zone. I'm saying, is it that bad in Baltimore where people are just randomly shitting about the place? And no one's going listen, on. listen, listen. It's pretty bad, but it's no it's no San Francisco, right? Yo, that no, is you, a, Zinger, San Francisco. That is gross. an that is an awkward stand right here. 
that stand right there is really weird. That is just weird. I'm <laughs> why sorry. Not, why not go all the way to the... They look like they built those steps just for that. And now she's walking back the other way from the place she was just standing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why are we on a roof? I wish I could mouth, like... Why are we on a roof? Oh, my God. Strip around the roof. Instead of fiddler on the roof. On the roof. Oh, my God. Why do y'all got me talking? That's a fire hazard. <laughs> oh, man. We are mean. No, we're not mean. So we're we're, poking, we're poking fun. She's she Listen, if she wants to come on the Two Americas podcast or the Urban Conservative and air out whatever... You're more than welcome, Miss Clasic. You can come on our show. We What's will. The I do have to say, as a person that has to wear, I don't have to wear a wig now. I choose to wear a wig now. First, it's it's expensive. Some of the ladies in the comment section, have you looked into wigs? Because it can be expensive to get a good one that looks like Kim Clasic's. And I've always so that's her not like, her oh, hair. Great wig. No, I think she has a a condition or something where she does have to like draw on her eyebrows and wear a wig. Because I think someone made fun of it, and she was like, "I have such and such disease." Well, so. No, she it's something like that. Yeah, it's called striptonia. At least that's what she said. <laughs> strip, strip, stripitis. <laughs> you do not want to put strip and tocacus in a word together. Tocacus, striptocacus. Oh my god, I am done with y'all today strip the cock now i'm gonna every time i see a bad looking stripper i'm gonna go she got strip the cock i'm gonna say it too strip the cock oh my god strip the cock is real this man is it thing. is real oh my god i'm y'all gotta hang out with scott he loves to call out who the strippers are in the crowd it's it's a, it's astonishingly easy to figure out who the strippers are by the way for the audience if they're young and they're relatively cute and they're a yoga instructor they're strippers daytime yoga instructor nighttime Nighttime, Nighttime no, I'm not a stripper. Okay, I'm so, an exotic I am, dancer. I am a sex worker, and I'm proud of it. So let me let me throw this out there then. So I've I've been under the impression that you see like the the twerking workouts and all of that. That was just for people to act like strippers. Because you you've seen right, this. I'm on, sure on, you've seen on. this. Let, let's let's stop. Because they here. think let, it's empowering. It's like let, yo, let, you let, can Ollie. twerk your way to losing weight. <laughs> like what? Ali, yeah, but then, but then all the girls that twerk want to get fat, so it's kind of counterproductive. Mm -hmm. So here's the, here's the thing, and we'll move on from this. This is what barred okay. me. This is what turned me off from strip clubs, and this it was pre comedy. I I had daughters. I had a daughter very young, so I was just like, "This is gross." Now this is a this mm -hmm. is a terrible place to be. Everyone Yo, bro, in here. Do you remember hold the on, last strip on. club you Every, and I were in together? Yeah, and I was like repulsed. We were I totally repulsed. It was I was just, like, I, this is, oh mm. my God. Uh, the uh, worst yeah. people you ever want to bring with you to the strip club is me and him because we were like, uh, you were just touching <laughs> him. <laughs> so here's where, here's where I realized <laughs> I had made some, some terrible decisions in my life. This is where I realized it. I'm sitting in the strip club and I'm going, I can see her entire, entire vagina for a roll of quarters. I actually have a roll of quarters in my pocket, and I'm going to see if I can put this roll of quarters into her G-string and, and what reaction I'm going to get. Now, the reason I had the roll of quarters because I had came from the laundromat. So I had the, I had the smell of downy. I smelled fresh as downy, and I had a roll of quarters. I had eight singles in this pocket and a roll of quarters in this pocket. I remember rolling the quarters because I was like, I've never rolled quarters before. I wonder if I could get away with this in here. And when when she did whatever she did, the roll of quarters hit the floor, pow. She picked it up. I was like, I'm done. These people have no standards. I'm done. I'm never coming back here. Yeah, I don't even remember the club. It was me and wow. you. Yo, this yo, is listen, back when I we saw were like her the for two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> in quarters. In quarters, folks. <laughs> Lord. You know, I, I got a similar story once. I was standing near the stage doing like stage duty, which is you're supposed to sweep up the money with like a Swiffer and put it into a little wad for the dancers when they get off the stage. And of course, you're also supposed to make sure nobody jumps up there with her, tries to grab her or anything. And um, she went around to the other side of the stage. So I kind of had to walk around because you couldn't get a good view of like where people's hands and feet were where I was standing. So I had to kind of move around. And lo and behold, as soon as I get to the other side, um, this guy picks up a bunch of change in his hands like this. And he just kind of goes... And he hits her in the chest. And so we've got nickels and dimes and other things going everywhere. And so she just winds up like this, like a cartoon, and then gives him a good whack. 
And so he reaches out to grab her, and then she picks up a bunch of the change and throws it in his face, and it starts brawling with wow. him. So I'm having to grab stripper in one hand and douchebag in the other and try to keep them apart like two fighting dogs. And then sure enough, the other security guys come and help me and they put the guy in rear naked, take him out. Stripper's just going on and on and on. She's like, why were you there to help me? He hit me with like $10 worth of change. <laughs> wow. Nice. I was like, great, great stripper. Like, she knew how much change it was just from the weight ladies. of it, from the weight of it hitting her like, baby oiled like, flabby boobs. <laughs> it's like it's like autism it's like rain man she's sitting there she's just like definitely ten dollars and 42 cents definitely yeah. definitely right, $10. Right, right, so, right. so here's what just last thing on this though my favorite thing no, is okay. the distinction no, 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 no. hold, hold on, on is right, the distinction ahead. between the black strip club and the white strip club the black strip club oh, yes there the, is. right the black strip club is way different the white strip club is in no, welcome Ali, no it no, is no, way no, different no, no. bro it is a no. different world they it's announce not that. the it's girls no. different. It's not black it's just and white. Different. It's not black and white, bro. Let me What's tell you the, what it okay, is. Okay, what is maybe, that? Maybe you guys will agree or disagree, but I think it's a matter of location, 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 right? If you go to a gentleman's club, that doesn't make it white or black, right? That I've been to gentlemen's clubs where it's been a black owner, and I've been to strip clubs with white owners, and they have been. Some place I'm never going back to. Like, don't ever okay, ask fair me. Enough. Don't ever ask me fair in enough. Miami. Like, I'm never going to any. Like, if it's not a, and I have no business going to a strip club, but I'm saying if I ever need to go to a strip club for any reason, I don't know which reason this would be, but I am never going to anything that is not famous because everything else is a building with poles in it. Well, so, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. In my experience, and because I used to have to follow around and drive around the owner of the strip club I worked for and kind of act as a bodyguard. And he would constantly go to other strip clubs in the area to kind of schmooze the owners, talk to the girls, network this, that, or the other, get drunk. And um, we went to a lot of places that were definitely what we would describe as a black strip club. And what you have is you have a different demographic. Obviously, location plays a part in that. But it also changes the vibe of the whole place. Like, you could be a strip club with Latina girls, like Cubanos, like black and white mixed together but you get into a black neighborhood and a black strip club the whole vibe changes the whole the whole the dj setup changes the type of dancing they do changes even a lot of the rules are different like you'll get a lot of women kind of twerking on the floor with guys standing around them in a circle and touching on them and stuff like that and security won't care you can't do that at any other strip club it's only in black strip clubs where you can get away with that kind of stuff usually mm. so the whole vibe is different you know, and so it's there's definitely a black strip club vibe for sure. Okay. Okay. The only I, thing I, I, the only right, thing I on, ever Ali. feel like. What about Rado? this guy? No, no, no. Hold on, Rado. Coming the to the stage, thing. September. Guys, remember, tip your bartender. <laughs> Why does every strip club DJ sound like that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> every, no matter the city. Look, no notice, the he, state. notice he threw September in there. Shots at Kimberly Clay's. Yes. Oh God, listen, How <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage. Hey, we should we should call her Booker and ask if September wants to appear on the show and just see how fast we get it oh. ignored and deleted. Oh, no, no, September is that's yeah, no, that's it's an honorable profession. Yo, what holidays are in September? <laughs> you have to, that's a good I don't question know, I don't know if you could have picked that holiday would have probably been a better stripper name than the month not even miss September chastity was taken oh my god I'm done guys right at the hour mark Hold we on. are chilling uh, with the early conservative in, we are hanging out with Scott and Zinger from the two Americas podcast that you will be able to check out here on the urban conservative Wednesday nights at Hold 9 p.m bro, bro, yes stop, sir stop uh, he stop, said stop. stop he said stop. all right September American chess day this might be one <laughs> American chess like chess like no chess uh as in the game you have you have vj day vj <laughs> that sounds highly suggestive exactly no no, no no what does that mean yeah so you have world coconut day that's La a good one lazy mom's day coming well to coming to the stage lazy mom coming to the stage no it doesn't work no. Okay, no. uh, college coconut colors works, day. Bro. Coconut works. Coming coconut to the stage, works. guys. Give it up for coconut. National <laughs> coffee ice cream day is in September. <laughs> straight, straight from the islands of Hawaii. I mean, Give it I up don't, for coconut. I don't eat this foul concoction called coffee ice cream, but that's not a bad trip. Coming to the stage. 
coffee, coffee ice, ice cream, cream is good actually yeah. you eat the coffee ice cream in that facility you're gonna get streptococcus yeah, yeah. exactly hold on brazil independence <laughs> did Day. september touch this with her bare hands oh my god no. somebody get her a wet nap somebody get her a wet nap. all right that was my other problem the lack of alcoholic wiping materials in the strip club like i'm yeah. i was sitting there one time like yeah they're gonna wipe the pole off nah, don't worry they good they're gonna wipe the pole off they somebody go wipe nah. the pole off nah they ain't wipe that off it they was just, just juices it was ratchet vj after ratchet vj <laughs> on them i said yo this man you come back the next morning and it looks like a tree that's been in the woods it's got some fungus and some mushrooms growing off the side keebler elves in the pole baking cookies i gotta ask y'all something since we're talking about this hold on oh wait a minute Ravenbird's birthday shouts out to harvey oh Ravenbird's birthday's in september See, even that would have been a cool stripper name. Ravenbird's birthday coming to the stage. I was gonna say Ravenbird, but you got the birthday in there too, huh? Yeah, no, Ravenbird's one of our faithful uh urban conservative supporters, so we ain't gonna do her greasy like that. Greasy pole and greasy pole. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. I don't know why those two words uh, just are disgusting. Ali, what were you about to say, buddy? No, I gotta, I gotta. Get you guys' take on this because I, I just have to now because I don't have any other way to not do this now. So share my screen. Share my screen. Oh my All right, Adul. I'm a little nervous. What you got here? <laughs> oh, my God. Share my screen, bro. Share my Hide screen. your kids. Hide your wife. I don't know what's coming here. Oh, share screen. Hold on. Here you go. All if right, it'll come up. At? All right. Here we go. Hold on. If it'll come up, let's see what happens here. Buffering. All right, that's why we don't have the audio on. But ladies and gentlemen, y'all are about to see something amazing here in about seven, six, five. I love how this is a, a Hartford Mutual Fund commercial. That's great. All right, check this out. So since y'all are talking about it, uh, this this is just. Oh <laughs> Lord! Wait a minute! Rewind that, sir. <laughs> and she kept going. <laughs> what? She kept twerking on the floor. That is a professional, right there. Oh, that would have been done. Wait, wait a minute. All right, hold on a second. Stop. And right there, she knew. It was at right this here. moment she knew. She knew. September. Ooh. Oh, Jesus is hard, Lord. Too. What she kept twerking. She y'all can't y'all can't tell me the devil ain't real. (laughs) 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 Satan had her possessed that day because she's supposed to die. That was a long fall. That was a 23 foot fall schnockety, and she kept going. She fell on this right here. She fell on this part. Strippers are like cats, man. They have more than one life. That, I guess that should have really Apparently. hurt. Oh, that that really did hurt. I think the adrenaline. <laughs> oh like... no, Erica. Oh no, Erica. She said, just laid just <laughs> "Yo, I think that lady was knocked out for like two point two seconds and woke up twerking." Just <laughs> maybe it's like when professional heavyweight boxers they get to that point where they've been hit too many times that they actually are unconscious, but their body is still that's, fighting and they're on autopilot. She was on she auto. Was on auto She's auto just twerk. twerking on autopilot auto across the stage like the energizer bunny but she's completely unconscious that's auto twerk yo she's not twerking she's having a seizure people get her help that's called an aneurysm that girl has brain damage yo when y'all started talking about that that video has been playing in my head for the last eight and a half minutes like, September's got a subdermal hematoma. Call a doctor. She broke her, she broke her streptococcus. <laughs> oh, God. All right, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching Urban Conservative Podcast. Again, we are so, so happy. We're excited. We're, we're honored. We're all of the, the positive things to have Scott and Zinga as part of the Urban Conservative family. Two America Pod, the Two Americas Podcast. They have their own Facebook page. Um, y'all got a couple of other social media platforms, right? Work in the works, Instagram accounts, yep. all that good stuff. Instagram. Right. Mm-hmm. And and again, they're gonna be here live on the, uh every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Uh, we got some graphic stuff getting ready to drop tomorrow. The logo is gonna be on the website, tuconservative.com tomorrow. If you want to support our shows, all of our shows, you can send us a cash app, dollar sign TU Conservative. When you send it, let us know whose show you support, and so we can make sure they know that. 
If you want to support us, dollar sign TU Conservative, or you can head over to TUConservative.com, get a membership. It's $10 for the year. And you can go to Cash App, too. Like, I'm not telling y'all do one or the other. I'm saying you can do all of the above. You know what I'm saying? You can do both. You can do both. So B-O-F-U-M-B, both of them. Both of them. You Give us I mean? your money and you can hear more of my sweet, sweet voice. You can get more from Hot and Smooth. Nah, yo, you got to give it to us now, Scott. <laughs> you got to give it to us. And coming to the stage September. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> should I do oh. it real corny like the, like, or should I do Billy D? No, 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 do the corny stripper guy. Corny stripper DJ guy. And coming to the stage, we have September. Put it together, <laughs> gentlemen, while she puts it together. No. <laughs> you know you worked in a strip club. I was looking for I that one. I don't like it. They always sound the same. They always sound the same. Look, look, you know, put your hands together for her because she's going to be working hard for you. <laughs> this next yeah, song pretty, is a special. Much. Next song is, a, you know, they always have a special at the strip club. This next one's two for one. You can get four butt cheeks yeah. on your lap during this song only. Like, oh, what is that? <laughs> Yo, ladies and gentlemen, go over to TUConservative.com. Get yourself a membership. Hold on, hold back on. Before here. you say that, before you say that, how come they never sell cocoa butter at the strip club? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious. This would be a cocoa butter guy. <laughs> what you call it? Uh, what's, it's cocoa butter. What's a shea butter? Why they don't have that table there? Oh, like, no. Yo. At- I got a I plug for you guys. Instead of wasting your money on strippers, give that $10 to us and you can get more of this content. That's yeah, right. That's there okay. you go. Well, look, guys. Don't throw $10 and quarters at a stripper. Throw it at Raheem. Throw it at ah. Raheem. <laughs> there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday nights here on the Urban Conservative 9 p.m. podcast. 9 p.m. every Wednesday night. Scott and Zinger, thanks for hanging out with us tonight on the Urban Conservative. We are honored to have you guys as part of the platform. We're looking forward to doing some really big things. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we appreciate you watching. We know where you come. Um, we know that you got our back. We appreciate all the emails, text messages, and all that good stuff. See y'all next time here on the Urban Conservative. Wednesday nights to America's podcast, y'all. Peace. 9 p.m. Be here. See ya. Take easy. <laughs>